Welcome to the show. You know where you are, the 9 at 9 with me, Tigo. And if you're watching today, you know it's a VIP expert day. And today, mm-hmm, one of my most favorite people on the planet is here today. We're going to talk about her 20th book. That's right, I said 20. So what you people out there talking about, oh, I can't get my first one done, you want to be here for this interview. We're talking to Peggy McCall. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Yeah, you heard me right. Peggy McCall is here. We're going to talk about her 20th book, which happens to be the sequel to Savvy Wisdom. She's going to talk about Savvy Wisdom, too, and she's right here with me. I can't be more excited. Hey, Peggy, are you out there? I'm right here, and I'm so excited to be with you again. You are one of my most favorite people to interview on the planet. How have you been? What's going on? You look amazing. Feeling top of the world, baby. Top of the world. Getting better every day in every way. I love it. I love it. So a little birdie told me you wrote another book, a Uh sequel to Savvy Wisdom. You know, when did you have time for this? You're so busy. And then you come up with a sequel. What's going on with Savvy Wisdom 2? Well, it was really an inspired action that I decided to take. It was earlier this year. I just got this idea, this inspiration, like an intuitive hit to write Mm. the sequel to Savvy Wisdom. So Savvy Wisdom, the original number one, that was my 19th book. This is based on, it's a parable. It's a story. It's based on my life and meeting the incredible and the wonderful Bob Proctor, who is called Savvy in the book. And so it really is based on my life, but it's a story about this girl who transforms her life. And then Savvy Wisdom 2 is kind of like the sequel. And it's based on what I went through, uh, some of the things that I went through in my life. But most recently, a year ago, when I had been diagnosed with cancer and the journey that I went through to recover and to heal completely. Wow. Heal completely. I mean, you were diagnosed with cancer. You went through treatments. You know, that can take somebody completely off their course and they never get back to themselves again. And you not only got back, you're, you look amazing. I'm so glad you got through that so well. And now you've, you've actually written another book. So tell me, what are we going to find? What's about, you know, I know it's going to be amazing. Tell me what's inside. Well, it really is about how you can have an experience in your life that's unexpected, that could be perceived as a very life altering experience, but you find the blessings, right? You find the blessings and it. And it speaks about how Sophie is the main character and the savvy who's her advisor and mentor gives her some guidance on how to manage through this and how to focus and focus on perfect health. And regardless of what's going on in her physical body, that's exactly what she did. And she came through it, not with flying colors necessarily, but she came through it brilliantly and more importantly, 
received a perfect, clear diagnosis just a month after she got out of the hospital. That's amazing. Now, you know, I've been a caregiver for most of my life and, and quite a few people that I've cared for have been fighting that battle of cancer. Mm-hmm. And I know somebody's out there right now that maybe just got diagnosed or they just finished treatment. They're in the middle of treatment right. and they've got that dark cloud around them saying, I, I hear you. I, I hear you saying that, but I, I don't know if I can get back in that sunshine. What would you tell them? Oh my goodness. I totally get it. You know, when, when I found out that that's what it was, I made some decisions immediately, and I think it's important to really notice what you're giving attention to. So I decided immediately that I wasn't going to become one with it. In other words, I wouldn't allow it to become my identity. You know, I had it, I went through it, but it's done and it's in the past. And that is exactly where I'm going to leave it. I'm not going to continue to revolve in energy that is just going to make me diseased, which is sick or sicker. And Mm -hmm. so I really, uh, and I'm so grateful that I just chose to focus on where are the blessings? You know, what's great about this situation? What can I focus on that's going to, you know, feel better, a feel better space, if you will. Because even though, you know, when I started going through the treatment and and the oncologist had said, it's going to be unpleasant. And I remember thinking unpleasant, that doesn't sound so bad. But when the radiation treatment started and it was in my my mouth and my tongue and my neck, and I in serious pain after two, I was scheduled to have 35 treatments after two, I couldn't eat anymore. And I, you know, wasn't able to swallow. It was like, this is your version of unpleasant. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I'm kind of glad that that's what she had described it was going to be, but it was, it was not unpleasant. It was was really past unpleasant. I'm sure. (laughs) You got to find the blessings. You really got to look for, you know, and I know that sounds challenging. The other thing that I did was I saturated my mind with only good. So even though, you know, I was bedridden for a good part of the time that I was going through it, I would just Mm -hmm. put on headphones and I had extra headphones standing by and I would just listen to meditations. I'd listen to me, talk to me about how healthy I was. I closed my eyes and I'd visualize and I, you know, when you're flat on your back, I mean, what else are you going to do, right? Rather mm-hmm. than get all caught up in, oh, gee, you know, what's going to happen if kind of thing. I just focused on the best. I focused on what I wanted and I saturated my mind with only good. This is a little different question, but like I said, I've been a caregiver for most of my life. And one of the things that I noticed over the years is that you get past the treatment. You convince yourself to get up, get out, which getting out of your front door sometimes could be the hardest thing you do all day is get up and get out. And then you get out there and people know you went through treatments. They know you fought cancer and they want to talk about it. They want to go back through it. They want to know what kind of and it brings you down. How did you handle that? Oh, great question. Well, first of all, I didn't allow it to bring me down. I know how it could for sure. But this is what I did. I created a disassociation of me with it. So if I talked about it or even, you know, when I wrote Savvy Wisdom 2, when I wrote about it, what I did was I was imagining it was writing about someone else. So I detached any negative emotions from the experience so I could easily talk about it. I can easily talk about it today because I'm not emotionally involved in what wasn't good. I can talk about it as being a horrific experience. And yeah, I was hospitalized and I didn't eat, ended up with a stomach tube and all of that stuff. But I'm not in this moment, as I'm sharing this with you, I'm not feeling, you know, negative emotions. If anything, I'm feeling gratitude. 
I'm feeling grateful for being healthy. I'm grateful for the healthcare system that took care of me. I'm grateful for the oncologist. I'm, I'm grateful that I had the support of wonderful people around me. I mean, my husband, my sister and my team, you know, in my business. So there's just so much to be grateful for. And I can talk about it for sure, but not go down the emotional rabbit hole. Oh, I can hear you. You know, you had shared with me earlier today when we were chatting that, you know, you've had to deal with like taste buds and, and being able to adjust. How are you? You're pretty much your own sequel. You're like Peggy the sequel. You right. know, how are you handling, you know, all the adjustments you had to make? You know, how you have you like adjusted your food intake? Are you going, you know what, I'm just going to push my way through it. It'll be OK. What would you advise other people to do? Yeah, exactly. I just found alternatives. And because my taste totally changed, uh, I lost my appetite. And so what I would do is I'd make myself like healthy shakes in the morning. And I put in the things that tasted relatively good, like spinach and avocado and, and, you know, greens, I love greens, wheatgrass, protein powder, uh, things like that. The only fruit that I want to eat right now is bananas, because everything else citrus, anything that's acidic or citrus just mm -hmm for some reason, just sends my taste buds into oblivion. And bread, you know, there's certain things I can't chew, like I can't chew bread and things like that. But bah, it is what it is. You know, I release it. Is what it is. So I mean, it's not, not an advisable weight loss program for sure. <laughs> but it, you know, it's nice to be back to, you know, I was always slim. And then when I met my husband and married my husband, I happened to pack on those extra 30 pounds. So they're gone now. And I feel good about that. You know, my body mass. Uh, and you fat. look amazing. Yeah, I, feel, I feel actually, oddly enough, I feel really energetic. I mean, I'm a high energy person anyways, but I have huge energy right now. So, you know, I just look for the good. Where would they get your book? Because as you see, Alan's already sent up the one minute warning. So yeah. where will they find your book? They, they can get them both at Amazon.com. They're all available all over the world on any of the Amazon sites. It's Savvy, S-A-V-Y. It's not spelled incorrectly. It's a name of, of a main character in the book. They're written as a story, but very inspiring. You are amazing. I can't wait to see what we talk about next month. Peggy, like I said, you're one of my most favorite people to sit down and chat with on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Always a pleasure. You're one of my favorite people, too. Yay. Hey, everybody, go get the book. Stop. Stop talking about it. Hit the Amazon. Go get the book. If you don't have the first one, get them both because you want these two books and read them in sequence. You know, Peggy McCall is, like I said, one of my most favorite people to talk to because she's real. She's successful. She understands what it means to work your way to the top because she's done it. So I want to thank her for always. Anytime I call, I email. She says yes. And that's an amazing thing. She's a great person to know. Go get her book. Make sure you listen and watch next month because she's going to go even deeper on some more topics. And as always, oh, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time.